2: What's good, internet? It is Friday, January 15th, and you are listening to Waypoint Radio, episode 371. I cannot believe we're already halfway through January. I'm your host, Austin Walker. I'm joined today by (laughs) Ricardo Contreras. I thought
3: you were going to say half through... uh, My brain went halfway through the year. It's been half a year already since 2021 this 13 Sentinels? Did I fall into this?
2: We jumped ahead, Patrick. Uh, things got worse. Look outside your window. Uh oh. i was Patrick Klepek, also here with us. Rob, yeah, exactly. I, I
4: hope I, I hope this is acceptable with my uh, non fancy lighting, Austin. I know recently you got to see me. I did uh, beautifully People... lit in my office. And uh, we, right? I don't think we can talk about no, why. No, we can't. But we can't say why. You just saw me beautifully lit. Um, I just
2: saw Patrick beautiful uh, like hundreds of dollars of lighting equipment.
4: Five hundred eighty nine dollars of lighting equipment, um, including one of which was. In theory, it's a tripod, um, Mm. but it was i I don't know. What do you, what's it, what's just two? Like it was a A tripod. tripod. (laughs) Uh, I had to, there was, normally you would put a a light that is meant to, you know, light your face, you know, a decent uh, distance behind you. There is no, there was just a wall. Mm -hmm. And so I had a tripod that was leaning off against the wall and then the light was tilted down. And then also (laughs) I had to like. Loosen it so it could go all the way to the ceiling, so that it could get enough distance that it didn't actually look like a light. You was were like completely blown <laughs> out. You were holding head. a lamp yeah. above your head. Yeah. Uh huh. So I had to um, warn. I had to warn. So be like, so if there's if something crashes on me, I don't think it's likely, but it's at least like within the realm of possibility that a light will fall on me <laughs> in the next forty five minutes.
1: <laughs> it was good. The lighting was good. This is why this is a union trade. Uh, really, <laughs> right. if you do not want to be killed by uh, either electrocution or hundreds of pounds of lighting equipment falling on you, um, hire somebody who's you need a best uh, boy who's got their card. Yeah. And now,
3: granted,
4: that was that was offered to me that there could be someone that could come, <laughs> but I I said no to it because of. COVID and my mom so right, it was like right, I will right. It was offered to have a a, a Competent human being <laughs> set these Lights up and I said no just Draw me a diagram in MS paint and I'll figure It out
2: that's fucking <laughs> wild I guess that They probably just have people in the area That they can call I guess, is that how yeah They how were just like I, I don't know we'll find someone in,
4: Ch- in Chicago like,
2: There's uh, definitely okay.
3: freelancers that are Just you know whatever job comes along in Every state you know yeah
2: yeah Totally uh, how's everyone doing Are we all glad this week is over we Made it through another one uh, I guess uh, top top of the top of the morning business. Uh, we will not be here on Monday, right? Monday right. is off. Is that true? Yes. Yep. Um, so so look forward to not hearing us <laughs> in a few <laughs> days, and we'll be back at the end of the week. Um, anyone anyone get up to anything this week? I know we're we're still kind of in that period where we have a lot of free time because there's no new releases. We can kind of revisit old stuff. We can kind of. Dig in. Can we just
4: got come on, just can we just just let's go go to Rob. I wanna, I've heard the I, private yeah. adventures of Rob Zack and I want to hear him not. Um, I've heard none uh, of say this. them publicly.
2: All all when Rob told us what he had, the thing he told us was Rob's week of streaming games. <laughs> hmm. Rob
1: Yeah. Okay. so you know how I've had recurring issues with my PC for about two years, like every six months. I'm like, hey, my PC is randomly (laughs) hardlocking.
2: Yes. In fact, I recall recall recording an episode of our Star Wars podcast the other day, uh, a more civilized (laughs) age. Uh, And you just we lost you for 25 minutes as your computer just finally shit the bed.
1: Yeah, that was actually the last time I used it for anything. Uh, That was the moment where I was like, this is now unusable
3: Uh, because
1: it's one of those things where it has always been doing random hard locks for a long time and just like, but in waves, right? Like every time I've gone through a decent amount of troubleshooting, the problem, Michigan J frogs its way out of existence (laughs) And stops happening Now for (laughs) young people There was a very popular cartoon Where there's like a You know Dead frog that you dissect But like this frog Would stand up And start singing Hello my honey Hello my darling Um, We watched it when we were kids We loved it Um, Whenever anybody came
2: around It just went back to being A regular frog That sat there
1: Right There was always one person One poor schmuck Who like Was aware that this frog Was a miraculous Like being And then everyone else Just saw a dead frog Um, Anyway Anyway That's kind of what this problem was, where every time I would start really trying to do the process of narrowing down what the hell was happening, it would completely disappear. And so at various points, I was convinced that uh, it was a bad, uninterruptible power supply. Uh, So I replaced that, and the problem went away for six months. And then it came back, and then I just reduced my overclock, and it stopped happening for like another six months. Mm. And then it came back. Um, then there were a bunch of hardware changes I made and it stopped again. And now, it, but this time the overclock, basically I, I had to un-overclock the PC. It was still happening. And it's one of those things where I think if I had a test bench PC where you could swap in like one part to test it and you know, the machine's good. Other than that, this would probably take like an afternoon to diagnose, but just trying to do it with. The PC that has like any number of these possible faults is a nightmare. And I just sort of hit a point where I was like, this processor's old as hell. This motherboard's mm. pretty old. I'm just like, the PC is unusable. This is, it's time. Um, and then I discovered something else, which is that this is not a good time to build a PC. <laughs> um, oh, because the, in, in,
2: the things that you know you want are
1: not available. Right. Um, Basically, everything is a 3080 now, uh, which is to say everything is in such high demand that uh, like hoarders are basically taking the stuff and selling it on the secondary market. And that's really hit CPUs hard, especially because right now. I had I had been aware that AMD had like closed the gap with Intel. Oh. I was unaware that they basically blown Intel's doors off.
2: Yeah, people um, people love those Ryzen.
1: Yeah, and I mean I get I get why. I guess like Intel has sort of stayed on an old fabrication process, um, and so they have just older tech. Mm. And Ryzen has rolled out a new one in addition to new system architecture, and apparently it just crushes the Intel. So Intel is there. Trying to make up the gap by basically throwing more power and heat through the CPU, which uh, I like having just gone through this. I'm like, yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah,
1: I'm like, I don't I don't know that that sounds good. Uh, so like Intel's you can you can get you can get any Intel you want. They're shooting it out of a cannon like a T-shirt. <laughs> um, if you want Ow. one of I would them not be in
2: that arena, that would be very <laughs> painful.
1: I don't know. I, I suppose if you're a Bitcoin miner though, that'd be a good arena to be in. It'd be like, woo, yeah, over here. Intel, love 14 yeah, nanometer yeah. fab. Did you uh, see that? Wait, Did you didn't? see that New York
4: Times article about the person who has two more guesses on 200 million Oh my million god, I can't Bitcoin? even think about
2: it, dude. I can't even think about it.
4: Um, and this is it's, like common, like the, 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 like the people had like bought Bitcoin 10 years ago. Yeah, but the didn't amount think about of money, it. but they the amount bought, of money
2: like, is so high. I have the I have the quote right here because yes, I just please, to hit, hit us. Uh, St- uh, Stefan Thomas, a German-born programmer living in San Francisco, has two guesses left to figure out a password that is worth, as of this week, about two hundred and twenty million dollars. <sighs> the password will let him unlock a small hard drive known as Iron Key, which contains the private keys to a digital wallet that holds seven thousand and two Bitcoin. While the price <laughs> on Bitcoin dropped sharply on Monday, it's still more than fifty percent up from just a month ago when it passed its previous all-time high at around twenty thousand dollars. The problem is that Mr. Thomas years ago lost the paper where he wrote down the password for Iron for his Iron. Key, which gives users ten guesses before it seizes up and encrypts its contents forever. He has since tried eight of his most commonly used password formulations to no avail. Uh, I would just lay in bed and think about it, Mister Thomas said. Then I would go to the computer with some new strategy, and it wouldn't work. And I would be desperate again.
3: You know what's you the fucking worst? You know what's the fucking worst about that thing is that if you type it, you won't even know, right? Yeah, that's one, one of your fucking chances gone. That's, that's what know. I thought about.
4: Because how often you're like, "Oh, oh. shit, caps lock." Yeah, <laughs> it's like one.
2: Fuck. I think if I'm this dude and Rob will get right back. I'm sorry. I would sell this thing for fifty million dollars just to a bank or <laughs> even a, a million collective. dollars, right? Like, no, like that's it's worth two hundred and twenty. I
1: need fifty. Yeah, I want. I want to give, give a you a list of every password I've ever used that I can remember. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: Whole, totally, totally, yes. <laughs> you gotta have to change. somebody,
1: somebody has access to like hundreds of millions of dollars. Where they're like, I will take that bet. I'll take. I'll that take that bet. Right, like fifty million <laughs> maybe, to maybe ten like, million. I'd be good.
2: Now I'm like talking myself down for that 50.
4: 50 is <laughs> a lot. Let's just, point, let's just point out Austin Walker saying wouldn't settle for a mill. Like that's, that's where he's at right now. <laughs> yeah.
2: It's worth two twenty. Austin, Austin, I'm leaves, not taking that money.
4: vice and he's like, well, you know, I don't know if I'll settle for. <laughs> that
2: money isn't coming from regular people. It's coming from the ultra rich. I'm going to take them for all their fucking worth. Yeah.
4: Yeah.
1: I am kind of curious as well how this all happened. Cause my, like I have, you always hear these stories about like, uber core power users locking themselves out of their shit or worse, Mm -hmm. like accidentally like locking loved ones out of important stuff, which is always tragic when you hear about it, right? Where it's like, Oh, you know, my, my partner set up everything in our lives and now I can't access any of it because it's so like, you know, so
4: secured that nobody
1: can get into it but this one it's person. That's why I have,
4: like, a 1Password family account. I was like, I know, Katie, you don't fully understand how this app works, but I need you to have access to all of my stuff in case yeah. something was to happen.
1: Yeah, no, we've got the 1Password. Like, everything critical is, like, everything's accessible for that reason. Uh, yeah. Password managers, they're great. Probably should have used one if you were doing that Bitcoin <laughs> thing. Yeah. Um, Did they? And, was and, that even but,
3: a thing back
4: then? Yeah, they're, we they're, don't know they've been around invested. for a while.
0: Yeah. That's, that's fair. Yeah.
4: Like. But maybe not when he bought that, right? You know, because like I, I remember listening to a, po- I was listening to like a sports podcast uh, d- around the NFL that I've listened to for years, and like one of their producers was someone who I might be bungling the story a little bit, but I believe they like bought Bitcoin, like I don't know, to buy drugs, and then it just sat there like unused for years, and then when they came back and they like they read an article that was like, oh, Bitcoin's worth a lot now, and just like whatever tiny amount they had bought turned into like. $50,000, like, you know, oh just God. because it had just sat there for eight years. Um, right.
1: On the other hand, I do kind of like hearing stories about people losing fortunes <laughs> in Bitcoin because, like, it's one of the worst things, right? Like, it's just. Oh, yeah. It Bitcoin is, fans are, are terrible.
4: Yes. Yeah, so those are your Elon Musk and a Bitcoin Venn diagram, like heavy overlap. <laughs> Yeah,
1: like, and uh, like, and that's a broad generalization. I'm sure there's plenty of nice people who use Bitcoin and everything. (laughs) I almost bought Bitcoin once.
2: I'm mad I didn't. I remember being at like a hundred eight, dude. I remember it was less than that. I remember in 2008, I was making freelance money for basically writing for content Uh (laughs) and being like, I had to write this article about Bitcoin today. That sounds all right. Maybe that'll one day be worth a lot of money. I should just buy like let me just buy like 10 Bitcoin. I didn't do it and I wish I had. Even, because, even five
4: years ago, when they were right. like Bitcoin's worth a lot now, if you just spent a thousand dollars, you'd be sitting sitting pretty <laughs> right now.
2: But maybe the but you know, maybe the purchase of such a bitcoin would have turned me into a Bitcoin person. Do you know what right. I mean? Oh, you, you, that's what I what, means, what right? do I'd
4: have paid to see the corru- the Bitcoin corruption of Austin <laughs> Walker? <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: anyway, Rob.
1: I'm your just computer. imagining, like, if Bitcoin became your new Gundam, it would be bad. It would <laughs> be. be bad. It'd be bad. I'd be well. The thing is,
2: the thing is, I was just talking about this with somebody else. I think the th- I did a I th- hope I did a good job of learning in my t- my late 20s, early 30s to shut the fuck up about things I like and care about, except for in circumstances where it's entertaining or meaningful, because I'm talking to other people who care about it. Like I'm not like skydiving into conversations to be like, have you you heard about Gundam lately? Uh, (laughs) I know we just launched a Star Wars podcast, but like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not forcing my interest on other people. Podcast is is the only thing. Yeah, right. Exactly. That's the only thing that makes any sort of niche interest annoying is the sort of like insistence that this is the most important thing in the world from someone else. And that if you don't understand it, then you're missing out or something. Um, and that is the, if I just like passively, like was like into Bitcoin on the side and like I got, gave y'all updates when something funny happened in that world, uh, I think I'd be okay.
1: But Austin, see the thing is what you said there is like, you learned the lesson right around the time you would have been getting into Bitcoin and the magic of Bitcoin is it would have disabled the ability to learn that lesson (laughs) because you would have been like, I'm just watching the number go up and down. Oh man, this is, this is some heady stuff. And then you just be Austin Walker, Bitcoin guy. Ugh, oh, you're lady. in a Doge coin. Get out of here. Get the
2: fuck. I mean, on that, I say that anyway. Get the fuck out of here, Dogecoin. Meme coins have no place in the marketplace.
1: <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah. So, um. Anyway, so like, it's not just the CPUs. Like everything is marked up because tons of people, I suspect, are also in major quarantine and they're like, I need my entertainment box to be yeah. really good. Uh, the Democ- it's, it's the Democrats won the
4: winter. Senate. $2,000 is coming my way. Time to buy a computer. <laughs> <laughs> right.
1: Um, that's about uh, that the, two COVID candy. pittance too, uh, is, is almost here. And uh, there's never been a better time to build a gaming PC before your landlord tries to garnish your checking account. <laughs> um, so, Anyway, so things are marked up as hell and they will take forever to arrive. And in the meantime, like I was kind of, I just have my laptops really. And and that's, that's it. Naturally, the minute, the minute my PC stopped working, I was like, I want to play all the strategy games. (laughs) Like hadn't, hadn't really been messing with them too much uh, of late, but the minute they became unavailable, I was like, Mm. damn, I want to play some Total War. Oh, you know what sounds good is uh, you know, XCOM, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I remembered that, well, I have GForce now. And it was really good last spring. Um, and I was I would have used it a lot, except that I stopped traveling, so it became less important to use it. Why would I do that? Uh so I fired it back up and realized that like I had sort of dimly been aware. The the minute GeForce now kind of came out of beta and entered the public uh, conversation, instantly you had publishers and developers being like, "Well, I didn't say you could you could launch my games through GeForce now. I didn't opt into this because what it used to let you do was you just run an instance of Steam on a GeForce like uh, on an NVIDIA cloud machine, and then you just play your Steam library through that, and it worked really really well. Like I talked about this last year, it was awesome." Uh, and it occurred to me, like this was its moment. Like if, if that, if that functionality were still here, I probably could have ridden out some of these bad prices and just been like, I'm going to put off getting a new PC and I'll just continue to record podcasts off this laptop. It's not ideal, but I can, you know, I can use GeForce now as like a pretty nice bridge to when it makes sense to actually buy a PC and I've saved money to
4: do that. Um, does it break? It, does it break embargo if you redeem a code on your Steam account and then play it through a GeForce Now instance? Ooh, uh,
1: I mean, I doubt it <laughs> uh, because usually those embargoes are like keep your profile private.
4: Yeah, GeForce right. yeah, doesn't fuck yeah. with that; doesn't care if your profile's yeah, private. Yeah. Uh, this is an interesting thing I hadn't really thought about. Like, if you had kept that situation. You can't do that, so it doesn't matter. (laughs) Yeah, yeah.
1: and so like the GeForce Now library is not bad, but it's like one of those weird things where there's a world of difference between here's a bunch of popular games that people play these days versus your Steam library with your stuff. Um, And so it was was kind of weird because there's lots of stuff on GeForce Now where I'm kind of looking at it like, I don't know that I really want to play that through a streaming PC setup. Um, I just kind of want to play honestly it's the silliest thing you know what i got really hung up on was unity of command 2 the new graphics on unity of command 2 which is a Uh, hex war game yeah uh the new graphics are just advanced enough that my my laptops don't really love running that game Uh uh-huh um and so i was like i'm sorry i need to unlock the power of the cloud so i can move (laughs) these little these little icons around this hex map Um, I need to give me, put me on the mainframe NVIDIA. (laughs) I need, (laughs) I need to liberate Italy. (laughs) Um, so I got kind of hung up on that and I did find some cool stuff to play, but I was like, I don't like these limitations. Let me see what else is out there. And it turns out that GeForce now has this quality bar where like you run it. And it's like you're just running a PC natively, like locally, um, and it's just kind of the interface, it, the the artifice of the stream kind of drops away, and it just feels like you're on your PC, and it's really, really cool. And I was like, well, surely that like streaming is streaming. There's probably no magic sauce, really, that Nvidia is using, and that may be true. But it turns out uh, getting to that quality bar right now, so far, is not easy. Um, I tried out a service called Shadow uh which has already rolled out in Europe it's it's rolling out now in the US and its whole deal is that you know it's it's a cloud PC business you you access a virtual machine and you can do whatever you want with it and they are marketing to gamers but when i tried it it was terrible <laughs> oh, no. um I, you know, it's one of those things that's hard to work out. Like, I had passed all my bandwidth checks. Uh, it was like, you should have a great experience. The minute I actually connect to a machine, I'm, I'm, I start getting latency warnings, and the connection's not real good. So somewhere in there, it's not working real well. The PC I logged into um, did not seem like the most modern machine in the world. Like, it had a Windows oh. Explorer icon there. And oh. it was like, hey, do you, you ever heard of Edge? You want to try Edge? And I was like, that seems like an update that should have been <laughs> pushed a while ago. Yeah. Um, I don't know why this desktop is rendering at 800 by 600. Uh, oh that doesn't gosh. seem good. Maybe um, you just got connected
2: to, like, a real bad PC. Maybe you just yeah. got connected to your own PC.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, no. I, checked. I I was like, what the fuck hardware am I running? No, it was like a bunch of, like, uh, server shard stuff. Uh, right. like it was okay. clearly that. Um, so, you know, I... It's one of those things where they, they were very upfront. They are still rolling out. They're still building data centers uh, as, as fast as they can. Um, but I am not sure there are enough resources to do this for them right now. Uh, mm-hmm. And certainly, like, when I tried to install stuff, I was starting to run
4: into permissions
1: problems where it's like, you can't install stuff on this hard drive.
4: And I was like, what are we doing here? What are we doing here? Uh, I will say I, I used it like a year and a half ago and had like zero Problems with it, so not, not to, you know, but I, I, but it, but it was like jarring when I logged in. It was like, yeah, here's like a fresh Windows install. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, yeah. oh, I guess I really am just renting. Like someone a just machine. jacked me into a, a PC. Um, and I've heard good things about it, so I, I, it seems like that maybe the typical Shadow experience is somewhere between like <laughs> like your yeah. awful experience and um, and it, it also hadn't you said like like they have like localized servers, but. They're not in your region yet, or something like so, that. So I remember you. Had yeah, mentioned I, something I chatted like that to with me.
1: them uh, the other the other day, and they did mention that they do have four data centers, like what you'd expect: Texas, California, uh, Chicago, and New York. Um, but it's interesting enough when you go to sign up for Shadow, you are warned that, like, hey, here's when the service will be available in your area, and apparently. That is not that the service does not exist in your area. It is that when you go to sign up, you're basically putting you yourself in queue for when they think they have the capacity to serve you. Mm. Um, And so like that's they were like, people think we, we keep changing the dates. We're not changing the dates. It's when you sign up, you sort of go in line and we're just using this to sort of gate the inflow of users to match our capacity because I was able to get like upgraded to the press access thing. Like this is not supposed to be Massachusetts for like two months. So it is possible that like, they're just slammed in the Northeast. Um, and that could be some of the, that could be some of the stuff behind my bad morning. I'll give it another shot. Uh, cause I am curious, uh, if I can sort of work my way through some of these issues. Um, cause it would, it's a cool idea. And, yeah. uh, you know, Chatting with them, obviously they're evangelists about this stuff, but you know they, they I, I do kind of get where cloud PC people are coming from to an extent, which is that there are valid concerns about energy usage and like uh, the impact of things like this. But their their central argument is an individual PC is an enormously inefficient thing, where it is still drawing a lot of power when it's not really in use. It is exerting a lot of power to cool itself off um, when that is much easier in a data center configuration. So, so I do get it. And you, you talk to these folks, and their, their belief is eventually, uh, you know, increasingly, you'll just be able to have your PC live in the cloud. And I do get that. Um, right now, it still feels like that is a ways off um, for, I feel for like a lot until- of people.
2: Until my internet is stable, that will never be the case for me. I live yeah. in a big city, and every night for the last, like, two weeks now, after midnight, my my internet just goes to complete shit, and I don't have an option. There's no one else I can go to as a high-speed internet uh, provider in my, in my building. And that yeah. is like, well, well, I guess I can't ever go to a cloud gaming thing. Cause I'll, I'll just be fucked.
4: Like- I, I have really, uh, really, even though I'm stuck with Comcast, like it's exceptionally fast. Like the money part of it is not great, but it's exceptionally fast. Mm-hmm. And I was playing 13 Sentinels, uh, a night or two ago on my couch and also had my uh, switch on uh, the table next to me and had queued up a bunch of games to download. And Just I like put in those, dumped in those codes, like had Mm -hmm. those games set to download over the next hour, and went back to playing Thirteen Sentinels. Just completely forgot the Switch was there, and then all of a sudden, like Thirteen Sentinels completely unplayable. It's just like, (laughs) yo, your connection is shit, man. Like you can't do anything. I'm like changing the resolution. Like I like went through the. uh, I actually took a a network adapter and like finally hardwired my PS5, which is something I should have done before. Like I did all this extra work, and I was like reboot the router, do all that stuff it's like, all right, I did some really good, important cleaning up of of my my network like sort of like utility in the house. sat down with it again and was still like, yeah, like this is just not going to work. And I was like, oh, that switch is downloading right next to me of like, you know sixty gigs of shit. Right. I paused for those downloads and I was like, ah, instantly you know, yeah. you're good <laughs> uh, which is like goes to show you can have like a really good connection hardwired like do all the quote unquote stuff right and right. then, it only takes like one device futzing with your bandwidth and, you know, um, you, you, and I'm in a house where everyone was asleep and, right. you know, put that in an apartment or, you know, with roommates or bigger families. And it's just easy to see how all this stuff feels like it's, it's, it's right there from a foundational, like, like yeah. tech is there. There's so many but failure like, points. But yeah, functionally, it feels like it's, it's five years off uh um, right from yeah. from being like practically well, useful for a lot of people. And
1: because even so one thing that was kind of cool about uh when I did when I was using GeForce Now the other morning was it was one of those like really great moments where you're like, how it was it was kind of an unintentional stress test because my partner was uh connected to a video conference uh that she was uh taking part in I think usually on any given day, there's some virtual machine stuff doing at uh, her office. I was also uploading the entire contents of my like long-term media storage to Google. Um, because, okay.
4: Mm-hmm. Oh, uh-huh. this, oh, even, when, even Rob has to rub his face. Yeah. Cause he's about to admit something to us. <clears throat> I just, I'm ready. I, I got my, my fingers are tingling. <laughs> like I cannot wait. I don't even know what well, this
1: is. You saw this whole conversation play out in the Discord we're in uh, with some of the giant bomb folks, right? Where, like, uh, I bring a simple problem. Uh-huh.
2: I don't think Patrick is in the tech
1: channel in that chat. No, that one's muted. I, I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't <laughs> know that one. <laughs> Come on. Come on, man.
2: Uh,
1: yeah, so I'm in that channel a lot. Um, because it is an extremely on everyone's bullshit, uh, channel. But so, yeah, the thing is there, like, I have never really found a archival media storage solution that I've really been happy with. Um, like I've got an external hard drive that I never remember to plug in regularly do backups and imaging. <laughs> yes. Never uh-huh. do that. Like I always intend to, I do it once and then I'm like, well, I don't know. And then because you don't do it regularly, you plug it in the next time there's tons of conflicts. It's like, Hey, what's this file doesn't match this. Like what's, what's going on here. And I'm like, Oh, I don't know if, I don't know which copy is more valid, right? Like things have <laughs> changed, which is, which is the reference here that I should, that I should care about. And I end up like being like, yeah, you know just let's be safe. Let's save it all. And that's how mm-hmm. I end up with like two copies of my media library, like <laughs> living side by side. And then suddenly everything's just terrible. Um, so there's that, uh, and so I've, like, this is how my, my brain works. I'm like, oh, man, I can't trust my PC. Like, my PC's in rough shape. Uh, I've got a lot of things on that hard drive that... If that hard drive were to suddenly go, I'd be in deep trouble. Uh, I should just back that up. What I really need is a network-attached oh, storage.
4: Oh, okay. god. What is that? That's on? what I should do. I don't... I've heard that phrase, but I don't know what that means.
1: Okay. So, basically... Uh, mm-hmm. There's a few ways you can go about it, but network attach, attached storage is like a tiny little long-term data storage server that lives in your house on your network. So, so you're just, you're just building a mini
4: mini PC that is just explicitly just meant to be a storage unit. Okay, right, yeah,
1: I got you. Yeah. Um, the thing is, generally, these things I guess are uh, running Linux. And also if you're going to get much out of it, like if it's going to truly be secure, you probably want to do some file integrity stuff uh, so that you are making sure that your files don't get corrupted just over time. Sure. uh, As wear and tear uh, occurs on a hard drive or, you know, you have to worry about bit decay. Um, And so that means that effectively, like you have to have this really, everything has to be saved twice and checked against itself um, in order to make sure that like your your files are truly backed up. And doing this all yourself, um, and a lot of the folks that are, are in that channel love mm-hmm. to do everything by themselves. Like, Whereas uh, I feel like every
4: po- every podcast is like, hey, here's this cloud app. You just you just uh, <laughs> yeah. sign up and just, just hit upload backblaze has uh, yeah, got, yeah. got you. I feel like I've heard backblaze. We'll, we'll talk about well back, backblaze in a second. Oh, my um, fucking
2: God. Let's go. Can we... A moment ago we were dragging what if Austin got into crypto but right uh-huh. in front of us for real was what if Rob
1: got
4: into Rob just said hey, hey, bit decay. These are yeah. real
1: problems affecting real people.
4: You've been talking to Brad Shoemaker way too much is, way what, too much. is what I've learned from this conversation.
1: So, yes, maybe. Uh, I think here's the problem. Here here's here's one of many problems. Brad loves to mess with all this shit. I just uh-huh. want the end result. I'm just like, no, I just want the shit to be awesome. Tell me what to go buy and what to go do. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, But the thing is, like, so I was like, I don't know, I can't get into this. And I realized the alternative to building my own machine would be to buy sort of a ready made one, which are hundreds of dollars before you add in the hard drives. And that was vetoed. Um, And then someone at Motherboard, I'm not going to name names, (laughs) was like, hey, why don't you just let Big Brother Google take care of you? Wow. And I was like, we can't say that. Like, we work on motherboard. Like, the tech monopolies are bad. Like, these companies are all kind of evil. And uh, this person was like, yeah, no, they are. I got it. I got it. I, I believe that, yes. But also, sometimes you just got to let all that go and just put that shit in the cloud and never think about it. I've got one hard drive. It does everything. And everything else is in the cloud, and I don't care. And I was like, man, that sounds like a really liberating life uh, that that sounds that sounds like true freedom. Uh, just live, just lived in the enclosed gardens of uh, a massive tech monopoly.
4: Well, and if you're um, about to get hit with data caps and pay 30 bucks a month extra to be able to keep living that unlimited cap life anyway, you might you might as well just walk through the pearly data gates. Yeah. So uh, I
1: did. I, I, I was like, all right, give me the two terabytes of storage. Fuck it. Wow. We will, this will bridge us to uh, whatever my permanent setup is. Backblaze does seem cool. Uh, their, their rates seem good, but uh, long term, I'm probably going to be storing off more than one PC and Backblaze doesn't seem to like that. Wow. Uh, the other thing is their upload rate is pretty slow. And I, I was in a situation where I was like, I need to get like a terabyte of stuff off this PC like ASAP.
4: I th- yeah, they're meant to be like, hey, quietly over the next 30 days, we'll take care yeah. of your stuff. And I'm like, I need this done, like, tomorrow. <laughs> um,
1: and so, like, so I was playing GeForce Now while I was uploading, sort of max, like, maxing out my data upload. Uh, there's a video conference going on. Um, there's some virtual machine stuff happening. And then I'm playing GeForce Now, and it was, it was awesome. And it occurs to me that, one, I'm glad I ended up being forced to buy a new router, uh, last year, but two, there's a lot you can do on your side to make these things better. But like, you're still at the mercy of like, what is the ISP infrastructure between Mm -hmm. you and whatever you're talking to? And that's, and that's the thing I don't, that seems like it's going to be a big problem, right? Because there are so many points of failure that you do not control and are being run by companies that fundamentally don't give a shit. Um, you know, Comcast, I I think like they love to try to upsell people in my building. Like you get, you get more data. Uh, Apparently there's a very nice like connection that this, this building has. Um, But you never realize those speeds because like, as soon as you hit like, you know, the main trunk line or whatever, things kind of fall to shit. Right. Um, And so, you know, it's, it's, it's one of those things where you can buy for a lot of theoretical uh, performance, but in terms of your ability to do things, like I just want to talk to a random PC in the cloud somewhere and have it be like immediate and responsive. That seems tough. So now is your
2: plan to like how you're on your laptop currently, you still don't have the PC. Are you committing to buying the Intel and just going down the road of what's available? Or are you now going to play this kind of crapshoot game of trying to get piece by piece what you need to build a new machine?
1: I found, I found a good Ryzen. Okay. Um, And so like this is this, as you might expect, this problem is at its worst at the very high end. Um, it, you're still playing markups pretty much across the board, but like I found a reasonable markup and just ate that. Um, because I do want this sort of just sorted out. Um, I think if, you know, I think if these virtual PC options were more reliable, Again, I could have made this last for a while, right? Right. right. Um, but they're just not like <laughs> I think. If I, I think if it were as good as having a PC or even close um, regularly to having a PC uh, that's yours that you can talk to, that's that's one thing. But uh, you know, a few days of this, and I was like, it's just it's just not ready. I can't use this as a stopgap. To go weeks uh, until like prices drop, which right. who kn- who even knows what the prices are going to do because it's uh, it's it's absurd right now, probably in part because Bitcoin is hot, is is still worth a lot of money. Uh, I did also try a, a thing called paper space, which is like virtual machines for professionals and. MK suspicion is this is what the Bitcoin mining is why I got this question. But when I clicked on, hey, give me the give me the good PC, because you can just <laughs> buy a PC to do your coding sure. on or whatever and like test sure. test programming. But then they have like behind the little gate, there's like, you want ones with dedicated graphics card? You want mm. these like networked GPUs? And I was like, Do I? Yeah. <laughs> and I click on it, and immediately you get a uh your account's not authorized for this. Uh wow. what do you want? What do you want this GPU for? What are you gonna be doing? and i was like uh i'm going to be playing sweet games sir and <laughs> we'll see we'll see how that goes over uh mk suspicion is they will wave it through because that's not bitcoin mining and that's probably right. the thing that they're mm. worried about is people are going to be like i'm just going to use the, use these machines to mine bitcoin oh, cuz yeah. it's worth more than the hourly rate that this oh, yeah. uh service charges definitely but God. yeah so um i'm Currently in a very transitional state with regards to my PC life, uh, my data storage. I've got everything up in up and Drive. That's going to be great, but I do think long term uh, a NAS is right for me. Are you gonna like? What are you? We don't need to go further down this road. Good luck with. <laughs> but
2: I was gonna ask you like for specific models and like, are you gonna have it a big unit in the
1: house somewhere? Oh, like, what's this I'm gonna gonna have a be, big like, unit. You okay. do not need to worry about that. Big ol' Synology, just like parked somewhere unobtrusive, like the center of my room. Um, you know, maybe what are these, are these bigger
4: than a? Are they bigger than a PS5? Like, what's the size?
1: Oh, dude, uh, bigger than a bread box. Um, yeah, A okay. bread box. It's, it's not, like a little right. mini <laughs>
2: server. All
4: yeah, right. I mean, it's not wild. Like
1: there, there's some smaller Synologies. Like, obviously, I won't do that. Uh, I will I'll require a larger one uh, wow. because there's you know there's two things one is that uh, I want one like four drives so I got that little extra layer of redundancy and I just sort of hot swap and not even worry about a drive failing um, and two long term like I want to start securing my media library with all the precious treasures and uh, <laughs> that's going to be pretty that's gonna be pretty uh, storage hungry yeah
2: you know, you don't know what 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 your what legacy are you leaving behind for your kin.
1: Right. And uh, you know, yeah, I'll yeah. make sure everyone has the passwords to get into that stuff. And you know, uh-huh. I am going I think when the time comes, I will also share my bounty with the world and be like, "Come, join my Plex server." As right. soon as I learn how to use Plex, <laughs> I will share my bounty with the people.
4: Plex is easy. Well, oh, I'm, that's I'm great. on am I'm, I'm, I'm on I'm I've two now I'm, I'm on on two friends' Plex servers. It's it's a it's a godsend. <laughs> it's it's great. Yeah. That's Patrick, I hope you like choral music. Uh, do, uh, you know what? You know, well, I got to you know, widen I'll my, uh, my daughter's – She's four and a half. She needs to, you know, see things more than Finding Nemo. And I'm going to say, uh, you know, she's not at school right now. I'm like, look, this is your right. hour of educational time. Uh, Rob has uh, curated uh, a list on this Plex <laughs> server for you. Um, Jessica, hey, Jessica. Today we're
1: going to learn that? about Sheila Antico. <laughs> Let me tell you about their (laughs) approach to Renaissance choral music and how that's distinct from uh, uh, the 16s.
4: Rob, I need. I need to curate the uh, Criterion collection. You know, just figure, You know, just pick a couple of crime thrillers uh, for, for my daughter <laughs> for, to work through. How well, is she with I, subtitles?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I love the idea of a Rob Zachney like educational music series where Rob is <laughs> narrating. Uh, you know, uh, 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 before and then over music and explaining elements to it to a, to a young audience. Uh, that's fantastic. Can't wait. She's got go to corrupt her before business. she goes
4: to kindergarten. and then yeah. just <laughs> – Have
1: her lecturing
2: the rest of those kindergartners on what really matters in this world, Rob.
1: Now, when you see Benjamin Britten's name, you can just skip that shit. Don't even worry about it. Do not at me about Benjamin. I do not want to hear it. Like, I've tried. I get it. I get it. Very important composer. Also, not a fan.
2: Uh, All right. We should take a break and come back and talk about video games. Probably BRB.
0: the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.
2: All right, we are back. You know what I like about the new year is mm-hmm. it's a good time to finish things. Oh. You know, you have like a couple of things from the previous year maybe – uh, or even before grudges. That, you're like grudges <laughs> end them new year, Passwords new year new you're new trying you. to figure it out either end the grudge or end the reason for the grudge you know what i mean shit. like you know, exactly <laughs> um and so and so I, I set up upon myself this week to to try to wrap some things up sometimes that's uh, in in anticipation of something to come that was the case with hitman 2 i finally went back uh, i beat the final two shit. dlc levels of hitman 2 you know i'm like notoriously bad at going back and playing DLC and so I never played this like really cool hit inside of a New York super bank uh that they released nor a cool um level on like an island where people get their bodies change. like it's like a it's like an island that has that machine from Elysium where people can just change what their physical appearances look like um the movie the Matt Damon uh, uh movie Elysium' That's the guy right it is from the District Nine guy. I
1: like Elysium. District it's Nine fine. is great.
2: Did he also make Chappie? He also made Chappie. Chappie's great. So I he's like got Chappie. two real I'm, winners. How's Elysium? I, it's all right. It's I like it, but it's not. It's not like you know. But it maybe right. got dragged
1: harder than it should have been.
2: Uh, I'd say in retrospect, yes. In retrospect to what action movies went on to look like, <clears throat> I would have rathered more Elysiums than more of what we got in the twenty tens. You know what I mean? Um, so. So, Hitman was good. Uh, and' I'll, again, disclosure Janine Hawkins, who's from friends of the table, works on that game. Um, but I really like going back to that and and wrapping that up and and also kind of getting myself ready to go back into Hitman three because, like, I don't remember every time I try to play a Hitman game, I, I'm like, oh, shit, I don't remember how any of this works. And the <laughs> moment that you that you realize that is the worst moment possible. It's when you're like, I have to turn this corner and throw this ashtray into that man's head. And instead, you throw that corner. You realize you're now trespassing. And instead of throwing the ashtray, you drop it on the ground. And the guy turns around and goes, hey, you dropped that. Hey, you're not supposed to be in here. And then draws a gun and aims it at you. And you're like, well, this hit's going great. Um, you're supposed
1: to be like channeling Agent Forty Seven, but instead you're just you. It's yeah, exactly. Like, if I were in the situation, I'm like,
2: oh no, I'm like me channeling Charlie Chaplin. You know what I mean? I'm yeah. just like <laughs> leaning all the way into bumbling idiot. Um, so that was one of the things I wrapped up, and, and those levels are really cool. Uh, the the bank level, um, I feel like I was unfair. I. We don't have to go over the specifics, but I think that the CEO's key that's supposed to get you to everything in the entire bank should have worked on the door to the vault. And when I learned it didn't, things went really have bad. Have you seen Die Hard? Yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah. This is, yeah. Uh-huh. Fair. You can't. Um, like,
1: there's there's one. It's, you know, you can't. One person can't just open that vault.
2: I know you're not wrong, but the key to that vault was like one room away in a closet. So it's not like they were doing real good,
1: oh, like infosec
2: to begin with. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, um, the
1: vault key was like above the mop and bucket. Where it was in.
2: Yeah, it was in the security office looking at the vault like what. That's not where you should keep that either. It shouldn't be within sight of the place to swipe that key. It needs to be further away than that. Anyway, that level was fun and the island was really fun. Um, and then and then yesterday I got the bug again. I was like, you know, there's some stuff, I have some more unfinished business. You know, I guess it would have been. I guess, how long would have this been? Let me let me look up something really quick. What was when was this released? In December twentieth, twenty eleven. A little game called Star Wars: The Old Republic came out. The Bioware <laughs> MMO uh, oh, no. f- from from uh, mm-hmm. uh, the Bioware Austin studio that advanced the old Knights of the Old Republic. Uh, storyline by like 300 years um you know revan and the exile and everyone's favorite character mandalore and candorous ordo everyone's favorite characters Mm -hmm. their legacies bacilla sean you know all of all that stuff uh uh, i was like i I guess i should give some backstory which is um actually along with janine hawkins and also art uh, from friends of the table in 2011 2012 we went hard into old republic we played everything there was at launch Except for the final planet of that game, the final area and the finale, the, the big conclusion. We literally at the time got to Corellia where the final stuff is, went like, oh, we should go look at what this planet looks like before we wrap up tonight, ran to like where the main like quest hub was at the very beginning of that world, and then stopped playing the game forever. Never went back four hours from the conclusion of that of each of our class stories. Just because you were
1: savoring it? Were you like, we don't want this journey to end? I
2: need to remember the specifics. On one end, I think we were probably getting done with it. Um, I think for me, the most fun I had with that game was during the kind of group activities where you could kind of like each make different decisions or try to push the party in different directions and it almost felt like a tabletop role playing game. And that was really fun. Or the class stuff, like the thing that made Old Republic really cool and different than something like WoW, which it plays a lot like in some ways. Uh, or in many ways, is that when you did your class story, it was like playing a bioware game. You have companions who approve or disapprove of what you do. You are making choices about, like, hey, do you want to go, you know, stop the Sith secret police, or do you want to go save the hostages? What, which, which choice are you making, and, and what does that mean about the Jedi that you are, if, if you're playing as a Jedi Knight, for instance? Um, and so. I like that stuff, but at the time, I think we were just kind of tired of it. Also, maybe my computer did a rob uh, and completely <laughs> fell apart like Rob's computer just did. Well, hold on. But
1: yeah, let's not say it's like doing, doing a rob. A rob. <laughs> right? Like a, a, Rob's <laughs> yes. a Rob's PC.
2: A Rob's PC. That, yeah, sorry. 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 Uh, sorry. <laughs> um anyway uh i think that 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 ar- it was around that that time also that maybe my pc fell apart or you know what? i was playing it on a laptop actually so uh, maybe my laptop just wasn't there anymore um i'm trying to i'm I, I have a way of telling when this when this happened but it doesn't matter um the 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 key of it yeah, so no i think we just stopped playing i think we just like hit that thing maybe we took like a break because i had to go home for you know, a holiday or something, and then like the the, it's one of those things, right? Where like the the spell is broken. I got anyway. To the, I
4: got to the end of Sekiro, final boss, and said, "I'm good. I'm good." Never right. did it. Totally, that happens, right? <laughs> and
2: so this was literally, you know, for people who don't know the way that this game works, is like you go to a planet, you have your main class story on the planet, and then you have whatever like side stuff you want to do on that planet. We hit level cap, so at the time we literally. All we had to do was the main class story for each of our classes, then go do the big finale, and then we were done. And so now, eight years later, nine years later, last night, uh, some friends of mine are getting into into Old Republic. I was like, I'll make a new character and fuck around for a little bit. Why not? And I did that, and then I hit a point where I was like, no, I can't fuck around in the Old Republic. <laughs> I got work to do. I, I'm going to end this shit. I'm going after the Emperor. I'm going to kill that motherfucker. It's going to be over. And so I loaded into my Jedi Knight character, I remembered. I like looked up what the contemporary version of my rotation is, which is much simpler, I think, than it was in (laughs) 1.0. I remember at 1.0, I had to like keep 15 abilities like in my mind at one time, and now I'm just like one, two, three, four, five, one, two, three, four, five. (laughs) Very simple, easy. Like uh, Jedi Knight, Uh, Jedi Knight, uh, the kind of dot DPS version Mm. of it, single saber. Um, a very like traditional looking Jedi. Uh, except except I was playing him extremely dark-sided, which is extremely fun because the way that that game works is you have your faction, but you can also have your lighter dark side, right? And so the dark side Jedi is, like, um, very much interested in, like, getting the job done no matter what, saving the Republic, not necessarily helping people. Um, I mean, I guess case in point to this is when you beat the game in beta, when this game was in beta, if you beat the game as a dark side Jedi for the Republic – instead of getting the Jedi master title added to your account, you got the general title added to your account. Mm. Uh, and That still happens fictionally. You like get your big and yeah, right. Mm -hmm. You get your big, like final conversation with your, your Jedi master, Satil Shan. And she is like, you did a great job out there, but I can feel, I can sense the dark side. It's hanging over you in a serious way. I wish I could welcome you as a Jedi master, but until what you, Fallout
1: one bullshit is this a hundred
2: percent, like, but until you make, until you, you reconnect with the force, we can't go forward on that. Um, and your character can just be like, <clears throat> I've done more for this Republic than the rest of the Jedi ever can. And I absolutely said that. And another, <laughs> like, you know, a, a nearby admiral or whatever, high, the, the high commander of the Republic's army was like, this is BS. This Jedi clearly helped us win this war. You should be rewarded with something. I'm giving you the the honorary title of High General or whatever it was. Uh, but apparently, in the beta, enough people cried about that or mad about that that they undid that change, and you don't get the general title anymore. Everybody gets the Jedi Master title, even if you didn't fucking earn it. Even if literally your master was like, you don't get to be a Jedi Master, you're clearly consumed by the dark side. Look at your face. The veins are like <laughs> coming, and I can, I could do. The uh, yeah, exa- exactly. I could do a map where I could feel how deep your skin has recessed. Uh, <laughs> you're evil. You're, you're Star Wars evil now, Austin. Um, but no, I still get the Jedi Master title now. Anyway, I did it. I went through. I beat that final planet. Uh, I did all the the class stuff and and then confronted the Emperor. There was like some fun beats there. I wish I would have done it eight, nine years ago when I wasn't like completely bored by this kind of MMO uh, encounter design style this game is not does not hold up in that way maybe the later content has gotten more interesting but let me tell you that launch content is a drag it's a lot of like go to the go to this place and turn off the engine now do it two more times in two more places that are basically identical and like go from enemy pod to enemy pod doing the same thing where like as long as your rotation is down you're gonna have no problem getting through it um, I guess to 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 my you know I guess to, to their credit or 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 maybe uh, just to to walk that back a little bit I was a little over leveled because most of that content was like levels forty seven to fifty and I was fifty at the start and fifty two by the end of it so like eh, you know maybe there's I can cut them some slack a little bit. But not really. Like, the basic design is just not there. But it was really nice to go back and put a wrapper on that and, like, close that book. Like, that was an open book forever. It was like, what's that fight like? I have no mm. idea what that final fight is going to be like. I know I'm supposed to, like, go fight the Emperor or whatever. And getting to close that door and, like, re-inhabit that character for, like, four hours yesterday was really fun. So,
1: you know. Is that game basically on ice? Like, it's, uh... <sighs> you know, I think the like, last... Does the saga continue?
2: I think the last big expansion... Um was twenty. I guess there was a twenty nineteen one apparently,
4: but it was yeah, I, feel, I feel I have definitely gotten emails about yeah. that about that game. It's still it's still alright. It's you know EverQuest just got a new expansion. Yeah, like um, MMOs we'll just we'll get that. expansion Still
1: Anthem's gonna be good any day now. Any oh, day on. now. Oh come on.
2: Um, come on. I mean, this <laughs> is the thing: is that like I actually felt. I'm curious. I actually was playing Old Republic, and I was like. Just got more right than Anthem did in some ways because I care about these characters and like get to make some
4: interesting choices. Yeah, but then but then earlier you said ah looked up how I press one two three four five. Oh yeah, no totally rhythm and like that's great. (laughs) That's why I don't play the most.
2: No, like that's that's the 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 combat. uh, And again, I was playing a very boring, very straightforward class and was overleveled. So um, but yeah, I guess there was there was an expansion in twenty nineteen though. I don't really know how that works because the last the stuff that i last read about in the old republic um which was knights of the fallen empire and knights of eternal throne like took place in the future of the old republic like you get frozen in carbonite and when you wake up there's a new empire that exists and has like taken over the galaxy sorry
1: um, like pre-battle of yavin or still well yes no
2: no still very pre pre so it's like whoops yavin. there's another empire Um, it's, I don't, I I guess I can, uh, it's very clear at the end of the night, the the Jedi Knight ending. And I think also the Sith warrior story, the launch story from again, nine years ago, that the emperor of the Sith empire is not simply a human, but is someone who can kind of take over multiple bodies and forms. So Mm -hmm. my suspicion is that this is like, and then he fucked off and built another, you, you knocked him out in such a way that he couldn't like connect to the Sith anymore or whatever and the Sith fell into disarray but then he went off and founded a different empire or something that's my guess I've not played this stuff but if i had to based on the stuff i've played and seen that is my read um but yeah i think that it's again the premise of that shit is that you early on in that story you get knocked out frozen in carbonite and then and then you wake up i i, be, I thought it was like hundreds of years later um, but maybe that's maybe that's not exactly right. Um, uh, I hate
1: how much that premise does for me. I'm really always good. like, <laughs> oh, wait, you just wake up and it's like a new scenario. And like I'm like, hell yes. Give me that. Yeah. Yeah, totally. I'm with you. You wake up, there's a lightsaber on the table And it's just like we've been waiting Okay, cool We've been waiting yeah. for you, yeah this, this, let, me, let, me, let me Gordon Freeman this I mean, the <laughs> premise
2: of the, the new shit That I It's like, this is the thing I'm gonna fucking work myself into a shoot And end up playing this Or at least watching a video about what happens in it um, The Eternal Empire of Zakul, Which is the, the focus of this The two of these expansions Is a totalitarian dictatorship under the immortal emperor Citizens don't merely obey the emperor They view him as their timeless guide and protector. By trusting him with all political and military power, they can focus on higher learning and the finer aspects of civilized society – All citizens receive a monthly stipend of credits and resources, such as food and fuel. Compared to the rest of the galaxy, the average Zakulin would be a member of the upper class and want for nothing. They are idealistic people, scientists, artists, and philosophers who look down on the Sith Empire and the Republic, disgusted by their warmongering ways. Instead of the Valkorians' arrogance, they believe it is their burden to bring enlightenment to the rest of the galaxy. Mm. I kind of want to play that game. I I want (laughs) to see that empire.
1: Sounds all right.
2: I want to live there. That sounds okay. I hear that they're a totalitarian dictatorship, but that bit about everyone getting money and resources and not having to pay rent sounds okay. What happened there? How'd that, how's that work out? Yeah, I don't know. Probably bad, but, but I'm curious <laughs> about
1: it. Yeah, um, but we'll be, we'll be convincing. We'll be satisfyingly bad where it's like, right. no, it's bad that all your needs are met and you can define yourself however you like and lead the life you've dreamed of. Because yeah like i'm curious how they arrive at that right like is it the entire thing is built on bones okay cool then like then we can talk but if it's just oh no like uh he doesn't let you have parliamentary democracy (laughs) right so are you really free
2: right that is (laughs) that is the question
3: yeah (laughs) yeah Uh,
2: um so anyway that's my my old republic weird diversion that's what i got up to this week um that i guess game, yesterday specifically
3: how different was that game's mechanics from the the coder series
2: much much okay. much 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 it's it's a lot what if like, we all got into guild wars i'm not going to do it again i've done it i've been deep into guild wars i've, the I've first one no i guess the second one not the, not the Look, first. first
1: one i've heard it's like
2: i'm not getting into the guild wars guild wars is from actually- what,
3: between actually keeping up yeah. with Destiny and trying to inch my way towards catching up with Final Fantasy fourteen, I don't have time in my life for another MMO.
2: God. Um, no, me either. But yeah, the, the Knights of the Old Republic games are just like D20. It's like playing d d Like you have stat scores that are about like your ability to open doors and <laughs> convince people of things. You know what I mean? Whereas... <laughs> old republic is just is just a wow basically right gotcha um yeah so so it goes so it goes anyone else dip into anything patrick are you still in that 13 sentinels
4: yeah it's weird like i'm gonna have to play other games because like there's there's not like a 13 sentinels update like because it would just be like you giving the premise again yeah like now it's like just you know it's a lot of i start a new sequence and then you know, I guess what I will say is I would be so curious about the writing process for this game because the presentation of Thirteen Sentinels is 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 sequences out of sequence. Like it is clear that right. like the story, it feels like the story was written in a linear fashion and then is presented to the player non-linearly. Now, again, I don't know how. You know what the explanations would be for like how certain things may, you know, but like it's, it's fun. Like the storytelling itself is a puzzle piece because you're not seeing things necessarily in order. At least that's the, right. how it's suggested to the player that you are watching things in a, in in a sequence that is not necessarily from. Uh, uh, normal start uh, to finish. Um, but yeah, I don't know. We're just like, I got to play other games because it's uh, you, maybe if you keep playing it, we can do a spoiler cast or or something like that at the end of it, because it's not like a game I can be like, so what happened? Well, right. I can't talk about anything that happened <laughs> because everything that I would say is like a potential spoiler for um, now that I'm like, you know, 11 hours in. I will say I finished. So when you go past the prologue. Then you get to, like, this carousel of characters that we talked about where you can, like, do different routes um, for the, like, I don't know, like 15 or, like, 12 or whatever. Character. It's a, it's a mm-hmm. decent number of characters that you can pick from. And as you encounter new characters um, in, in other characters' routes that will open up them as a character you can specifically follow, um, I did everything, like, in the trees. And so then it was like, all right, I guess time to do the combat. And, I mean, it is it – <laughs> <laughs> when they mean casual, like they're not lying, um, mm. they, uh, which is fine. It's exactly what I wanted. It, it is just like <laughs> I jump into the combat. The upgrades don't matter. The, the what you have uh, kitted out your characters with irrelevant. Um, where they are in the map does not matter. You just jump in. You smash that A button for about ninety seconds, and S rank. Here's your mystery points so you can unlock. Uh, the lore, and and specifically, there are lore bits that are unlocked if you only meet the bonus objectives, like oh, beat it in a minute, or do so with certain characters. Um, and I just want that's I, that's what that's the shit I want. I don't want to like lose a fight and have to either do it again or yeah. not get that little piece of story or look that up on a wiki. Like so, I'm compl- You know, so I spent like an hour grinding through the. Like, said like, there's nothing I can do. I have to get through these combat sequences because the way the game gates, um, further like of the 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 visual novel part of it is like beat this wave in order to like unlock this keyword that lets you then go down this path. So that's that's where I'm at, and we'll we can revisit later. The one thing that would be relevant for this podcast is I, uh, uh, I definitely like, uh, lambasted a bunch of like remote play for like a lack of. Uh, like customization options, and I still wish it had more, but there are a little bit more than I was aware of at the time. I just, uh, if like, as you're launching remote play uh, on on the, so like, there's not that many options on the PS5 itself, which is I thought where most of your like customization would come from. It's like, oh, you're on the machine, you're going to choose what it's going to spit out to the devices that uh, make a connection with it. And it turns out on the app itself, you have a couple more options. So like I was able to bump it up um, to like 1080p. It was like defaults to 540p, which on a screen of an iPhone isn't no, that big that, of a difference. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. once I uh, hardwired my PS5 and set it to 1080p, and then also you can turn on HDR. Like it'll do that through remote play. And like this game has really beautiful lighting with it's like it's painterly 2D um, yeah. artwork to the point where you know, I think HDR is neat, but I can kind of like take it or leave it in a lot of instances. But then I'll play a game like Ghost of Tsushima, where it's like, ah, shit, actually, HDR is incredible, (laughs) Um, and that's like a fully, you know, 3D open world, and then, like, the other test, the other game that I would tell you, like, you want to, like, know why HDR is, like, pretty dope, is, like, this 2D visual novel, (laughs) um, 13 Sentinels, like, the sequences where you're, like, outside at the school, like, it is, like... The, the best way I can convey HDR to folks that haven't really experienced it is, like, when you, like, go out into the sun and your eyes squint a little, like, HDR, Ooh. like, is able to fake that sometimes. Yeah. Like, yeah. I can feel my eye, like, having the physical reaction that I'm seeing the sun, and it's doing this in a 2D visual novel on my phone that's, a, like, you know, a foot from my my face. It looks so, like, now that I've got the connection style, like, 1080p HDR on on an iPhone 12, like, it looks so fucking good it would look even better on a big screen but it looks gorgeous on on this little bit so if you're using remote play or like or i I know some folks reached out and said they bought a backbone after i had recommended Mm -hmm. it like make sure you go into like the settings on the phone app and if you have the connection or if you're like you know like a lot of people are maybe just remote playing from their playstation 4 or 5 that's sitting next to them in the room they just want to do it on the couch just make sure you bump that up because it does make a meaningful difference um and uh the HDR stuff if you're if you're i think most phones these days have HDR but um if it does flip it on because it's uh it's really uh it's really pretty now it's got me thinking like okay i think i'm gonna, i'm going to try and finish demon souls this way i'm like i'm going to go fight king alance uh uh th- this is the method God. i'm going to do to to finally like finish the last hour and a half of I haven't finished funny. that game because I don't want to fight the blue dragon. Like that part is just so boring. Like, what am I going to do? I'm going to go get out some arrows and I'm going to shoot that blue dragon. It's like, Ugh. you don't need to fight that dragon. Wait, which dragon? The dragon in front of the? Yeah, film? like you don't. Ha- you yeah, yes, you, you can, can run, through, run that. through that final section. But like yeah. I remember when I played it originally, I just, I just, I beat the. Did you, did you not do it? Did you just you run through that. it? Just okay. run through that. Right, what, you know, what am Because
1: it's
2: there. the end of the game, right? Like yeah, yeah. yeah, <clears> yeah the way yeah, I feel yeah. about that is like. If that was early game, and I was like, I can get something cool from killing this dragon. Then maybe, but it's literally right. one of the last
4: things I do. You All do right. right, so fuck that. Just run. Maybe I'll it. maybe I'll commit to beating Demon Souls on this remote play app on my couch, and that'd be very <laughs> I'll funny. Report. I'll report. i report that. would be very back. funny. Yeah, that fight's
2: hard. So I, you know, godspeed. Just um, imagine if Bard had said, "I don't want to fight that
1: dragon. I don't want to <laughs> shoot the dragon. Fuck God. that." Okay
4: great <laughs> oh the the only other thing i played was uh well let me ask kato will, will this go out at uh, 10 a.m
3: eastern yeah. standard time yeah on we Friday? Do that. okay that's, all right. that's not
4: yeah i have nothing meaningful to say about it except that i like no one redeemed the persona 5 strikers code that i got <laughs> so i was like all right i'll i'll check this out on switch and 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 check it out so that you know persona 5 strikers is you know uh persona's take on the um uh fuck it i'm forgetting the, the term. labor movement Mm. yeah no the Age of Calamity Musou yeah Yeah, Yeah. warrior style game Um, and I was like I really love the style of Persona 5 you know and like maybe that will just be something fun to goof around on the couch and that may be the case except that like it appears this is like you know a seat like a you know a story that takes place after persona 5 and like there's a lot of like going around the city and talking to people and like visiting with characters that you would have emotional attachments to if you'd played persona 5 <laughs> and i got to like a sequence <laughs> like i played like the intro tutorial of the comment i was like oh this seems kind of neat it's very pretty yeah. and then it was like clear that it was like what's in front of me was like two hours of like catching up with characters and i was like well, I hope nobody else wants this code because it's stuck on my Switch now because I don't, I don't have, I, I played 20 hours of Persona 5, like really liked it, and then just, it was like I don't have another 60 in me to to see it to the end, mm. um, but yeah, it's, that, that game seems pretty. I just, I, I couldn't even say that without disclosing, figuring out the embargo, but so yeah, <laughs> that game seems pretty if you're into Persona, uh, but I never finished Persona 5, so
2: a man can dream that is why i'm not touching that game is like it, i feel like it would it, the premise of it is that it's post persona 5 right like so like what am i gonna do i read well, yeah. a sp- uh, yeah i don't know
4: i was sitting there like skipping the dialogue fast forwarding i was like what am i doing like this <laughs> like, <laughs> like i just i knew within 30 seconds that like oh no, no. <laughs> like i yeah. should i shouldn't have put this on my switch um but um you know but it's it, it looks really like it's you know it's on pc and ps4 i don't know if it's on ps5 as well but my guess is it looks fucking like it looks really nice on switch and my guess it looks even oh i bet on, yeah. on those other yeah. Uh, machines yeah it that looks style great is, from everything i've seen yeah put yeah. persona 5 on switch like i don't know if i'd finish it but i would probably go back to it and, and try it again i guess per, per, i guess put per, per, per persona 4 on switch is really what i you never I mean. you never beat 4 right no You've i never. played i played like 15 hours of it on vita and then right fell off it um but um if Rob up. can't be Persona Four, then I'm not going to sit and myself. Who my can? Systems, honestly, <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah, Kato, you remember, I'm bad at so things, and I I refuse oh my to God, do my that's research. not what I. <laughs> <laughs>
2: that's not what I meant. Um, Kato, did you play anything this week? you want uh, to say anything?
3: Uh, just more ExaPunks, really. That game is okay. good, but also yeah. it's weird how I it it's <laughs> I I took like a computer science class, like one computer science class in high school. And was I like, was hoping that you took one after starting ExaPunch. I was <laughs> like, I don't understand
4: programming, so I need to sign up uh, for a c- computer science class.
3: No, like I I took one in high school, and like I always kind of tinker with it randomly. And like act- actually, honestly, like my my grad school uh, like thesis project, I ended up coding in three different languages, like bits and pieces that are like obviously very like. I showed it to a coder friend. They're like, this is a fucking mess. What are you doing? <laughs> like, I'm not <laughs> good at it even. But uh it it's like weird how what ostensibly is work is really fun <laughs> sometimes. Um they yeah. kinda tweak the way they tweak the idea of coding language here to make it simple enough that it's more like it's more like the puzzle and um what's the word I'm looking for? Uh just uh, problem solving aspects of coding and not the frustrating like uh, this syntax doesn't make any fucking like sense, and the only reason I know that this word is supposed to go here is because I looked up like and dug through a document that's like a hundred pages long or some shit, right? Uh, listen, man. Uh, uh <laughs> removed from
2: uh, exploitative uh, and alienating, you know, social relations, labor can God. be
3: pleasurable. Right, it turns out.
2: <laughs> Maybe um, we should do
3: something about that. Which is funny because in the in. <laughs> In the game, uh-huh. you're fucking, yes. it's work, right? It's work, work. Like, you're literally playing a person who's doing work in order to make money, in order to survive. Like, they they need medication that they cannot afford otherwise. Um, which is, I think I keep forgetting about that game because the, like, kind of um, story interludes come pretty quickly technically it's like every two or three levels or something else but those levels take so long sometimes (laughs) because I'm like going back and forth between the the like instruction pdf and the game and like figuring things out and I'm like oh right there's a there's a narrative here and I'm gonna have to actually I think I'm just gonna go back and watch all of the cutscenes individually once I'm like through it just just kind of string it string it all together but still that game is uh yeah it's 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 just the it struck me how much i'm like i like stopped at a certain point i was like this is sometimes this is like someone's job somewhere (laughs) um but i don't think i could do this as a job honestly even though i'm having fun with this game
2: yeah i i i'm mad at myself for having dropped off of that it was one of those things that felt like if i commit to this my brain will grow. I will. Right. I will be more fulfilled as a human being. <laughs> I will. I will have a. I will because it's hard. It's like it's. It's sort of thinking I don't do very often anymore. That style of of programming <laughs> stuff, and um uh the everything about the rapper that all those that that game is takes yeah. place in is like extremely my shit. Um, it was just was one of those things where I was like, I'm not going to find the time to dedicate to, to myself to learning how any of this works beyond you know the first six or seven levels that you know by the end of that i was like damn this is getting hard
3: so yeah. so yeah i i um, hit one where i had to like double check how math works because it was about uh, like uh <laughs> i had to uh, yeah <laughs> i had to split Work. i had to split a number evenly and then also get its remainder but without an advanced calculator like the the game the game's internal math only spits back up full full integers and i was like Shit! Right. How did I get that remainder without? I had to like Google math for a second. It's like I'm sure I learned this at some point in fucking elementary school. Who the fuck knows? Yeah,
4: I, I as soon as a, as soon as I, the iPhone was invented, my brains said, "Cool, math doesn't <laughs> exist anymore." Um, of course, now I, I have a child and like. There are, like, a lot, you know, people like, oh, you have two girls, like, you're worried about, like, teenage life. And I was like, no. You know, the thing I worry about most having children hmm. is knowing that, like, they've retaught, how, you know, like, changed oh. how they teach math. Yeah. And everything I heard from parents so. of my generation is, like, your brain is just not going to, like, it's just so fundamentally different than how it was taught to us in school that you, you as the adult, have to relearn Basic like addition, subtraction, because it's just a totally different philosophy. That's uh, what I worry about. Is like, mm-hmm. I thought I finally said, cool, technology solved math for me. Like, I don't, I'm not good at it. I was never good at it. Moved on with my life. And instead, I'm going to have to like try and teach a small child it. And I've, I, oh God, that's going to be my exopunk is like <laughs> teaching basic <laughs> math, math. math.
3: Yeah. yeah.
4: You know what's the foundation that never goes out of fashion hmm. is uh,
1: Euclid. Wow. <laughs> okay.
3: Okay. <laughs>
1: Nice. Can't go what? wrong. Just start start studying up, Patrick. I can recommend some translations. <laughs> I also... I can't. That would be... Uh, I didn't read Euclid. I couldn't understand
3: that shit. <sighs> um, also, that just also all reminded me that, like, I had to look... What I had to look up... Like, sometimes, if you're playing a puzzle game, you can, like, obviously, you can always look up the the, like, solution or try to find hints. But what I had to look up here was, like, a structure of something because the way the game works out is that you don't just have to make your little, like basically it's, uh, abstracted by these little like robots that are moving around computer systems that you're programming. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't have to make those little robots do a, a thing once you have to do it in a hundred different permutations. So like it has the, 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 the program that you write has to uh, account for, uh, the fact that files might be in different locations uh, on these different permutations like it's not always going to like there's no you have to like uh, account for not knowing what this computer system that you're hacking into actually looks like um which is just a neat way of doing a, a puzzle that is like there's is, there isn't one solution like they also include like histograms of like this is how everyone else's codes uh uh compare to yours with like length and like how many actions they take and things like that, which is always neat to see. I'm always like on the like higher end of everything. (laughs) It's like, wow, somebody Mm -hmm. wrote a a code here that was like half the size of mine. That's fascinating. Um, because it definitely feels like in the moment I'm like getting to like, yeah, this is as, this is as efficient as this can be. And I'm never, it's never right. No, Um,
2: no. I always like (laughs) 12 steps more than whatever the best person did.
3: Yeah, totally. Um, but yeah, that's fun. I'm really enjoying getting through that hopefully i hear it gets even harder than so i don't know what what the future looks like but i'm trying to power to transcend and also
2: become an <laughs> elite hacker what's
3: going to happen oh
2: Kato's going to be able to get into that dude's uh bitcoin, bitcoin. and recover okay we got to get money together to buy that bitcoin safe <laughs>
3: Give it to me. Kato's Let's go. I'm ready. I got my runner box link? over here. I'm like channeling <laughs> everything cyberpunk and hacking right now. It's all great.
4: <laughs> also, also in in a year, my kids in uh, kindergarten, you can you can teach them math, Kato. Is great. I'm, sure. I'm <laughs> <Yeah. ready. laughs>
2: all of our solutions lie in Kato's hands. Um, before we wrap up, Rob, there's one more thing. I know you played nodding. So nodding.
1: Yeah. Y'all heard
4: of Slay the Spire? Okay.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah,
4: let me tell you You about Enlighten me A a, a roguelike deck builder seems (laughs) unique (laughs) Damn Well,
3: now I don't
4: want to share my experience (laughs) (laughs) I only only saw the beginning of your tweet thread about this But I did not see the conclusion I didn't see the thread at all Damn Okay, so been too busy uh missing quick
1: thing uh, so i got a bunch of purchase notifications on my xbox account that weren't me it turns out i gave my old <laughs> xbox to my dad he logged in <laughs> as me there were some mistakes i had to call him and like talk what him do you to buy him. what yeah, do you what buy, we'll buy. can
2: we talk uh, about it, it let's so,
1: th- th- there's an go racing games okay okay, okay. okay. Yeah. yeah yeah uh oh i see so, a,
3: a through line here <laughs>
1: Oh, yeah, no, for sure. Like, extremely Rob's dad
4: type games. You don't need to worry about returning
2: like, any of those things. It's fine. Yeah. We can keep those.
4: Just I was add, getting can we ki- add some family sharing and, you know, it's okay, Dad. Yeah, I got yeah. this.
1: Yeah. Uh, so I basically had to be like, hey, uh, you're signed in as the wrong guy. Um, you're not the wizard. I'm the wizard. Um, you're the catcher's Met." uh that's you so like that that he understood that but while i was in there he was like so wait so the games i bought you have but i don't have them and i was like yeah that's correct but i can just you know i just give you the money and you buy the stuff and he's like no i don't want to do that because you know it could be a bit like he was just like i don't want you have to go to that trouble i was like it's no trouble but you can't convince your parents it's no trouble unless it is trouble at which point they won't take no for an answer that's Mm -hmm. just how life is but I was like, "Hey, you could try out Game Pass. Let me show what what, what my dad like on Game Pass because like mm-hmm. he's still mastering the whole like thumbsticks thing, which is a tough skill to pick up when yeah. you're in your sixties yeah. and like and also the Xbox interface is totally foreign to him. You do not understand how little intuitive sense any of these interfaces make mm-hmm. if you're just coming from I use a I use a laptop. I use Windows." Xbox completely all the sign and stuff, uh, really confusing. But anyway, I'm trying to figure out like what's what stuff that he's going to play, and so I'm le- leafing through Game Pass, and I'm like, hey, Slade Spire seems like he'd dig that. I get off the call with him, and I'm like. Maybe I dig that (laughs) because that's so. Because I'm still in that strategy mode, and even on consoles, like the strategy offerings are not amazing. Like I could have fired up a Paradox game, but like I just don't feel like doing that. I'd rather play that. That's a big ask.
2: Like if you're like, I'm going to settle in for some console Stellaris. That's like settling in for like three nights is set in a single night of of
1: gameplay. But Slay the Spire is just what I needed. (laughs) Like it was. It was like slipping into a perfectly drawn bath where it's just like, oh, this is so comfortable and welcoming. I could just stay in here forever. (laughs) This is your first time Um, playing this game, right? Not since uh, the save point we did. Yeah, save point. Uh, Where, yeah, so where we were sort of figuring out turns, but I was just sort of playing it uh, the other night and I had a little bit of struggle with the, uh, the first character who looks a lot like... Ironclad. From, yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, uh-huh. yeah. But then I got the silent, which is kind of the poisoner lady. Mm-hmm. And holy shit. Like yeah, it was it, it was extremely satisfying. <laughs> yeah. Because every time I got options to be like, okay, what well, so what should I do here? I'd already run into the problem where as the knight, I just had a deck that was too big. And I had no control over what was I had no control of what was coming up. And so right. I would just be like completely unable to mount an offense when I wanted to or defense when I needed to. Um, but this character, there were so many cars that was like draw two, discard one, yep. draw, draw one, draw uh, here, get extra power and draw two. And so there were just tons of things I could get. Plus, I got a bunch of artifacts and some cards that like allowed a selection of innate cards that would just start in my hand. Yep. And so I had these ridiculous combos uh, in this game where I was like, just slaughtering people right and left, and it was amazing. It's just like every turn was like the perfect turn in some <laughs> ways, where right? I was like just devastation. And I was like, truly, I've I've crafted the perfect deck. I'm a genius at, at Slade Spire. <laughs> um, I'm not. I tried the little robot <laughs> dude the next run, and the little robot dude required some planning that I did not do effectively. Yeah, like the, I didn't uh, understand the orbs for a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that they seem important, but I don't. They're cool. Uh,
2: they I need to. Uh, this is the artifact. Is that right, Cado? Do you remember the defect. defect? The defect. That's what it was. Right. The defect. Right. 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 Um, I I've had a couple of good defect runs uh, over the over the years now. I guess actually, which is wild to think about. Um, <laughs> but uh, but but yeah, I think I, I always come back to the to the silent as my favorite. The silent is like made me love that game, and and you know she's she's simpler than uh, the defect is and and also the new fourth character who i barely put any time into who's like a martial arts monk type did that ever um, come to
3: the switch version it must have right if it didn't that would, it would be such a long time right when 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 did that even come out i have, yeah cuz i never i never got to play that that extra class at the end
2: last january damn is when it been released. a year shit uh, it was in beta last september not not this past september the september before right. that right so it's been it's been a while since the Watcher, that's that fourth class, uh, came out. So
1: plenty of time for that. Um, I think I came very close though to destroying my run as the Silent in the last boss battle, and I was actually saved because I'd gotten a Void card that cost me one energy, one action, mm-hmm. because I had uh, so I had an artifact on me that I could pop that filled my hand with shiv cards Ooh. or infinite blade cards. Right. Which give you shivs, which are like zero right. costs. And the infinite damage. blade is a cool little graphic. Like it's somebody like a, like a hawker in uh, like a subway station with their coat open. It's all knives. Like, yes. like hey, hey buddy, you want to throw You want a throwing dagger? Um, Boy, do so I, <laughs> I also had a card uh, called nightmare that triples, one of these cards, any card in your hand, and you'll get three of them next turn. And so I did not have enough energy to do nightmare and use all my infinite uh, blades. And so they just went, they kind of just got shuffled into my deck, but I did use it on one of them. Um, And then I had three infinite blades the next turn around and I used all of them. And what I hadn't anticipated was that, yes, I would get, an an endless supply of free attacks that (laughs) were doing pretty decent damage. Like every turn now would open with like six free attacks. Um, the cost, no energy. And then I could do whatever. The problem is, I think if I had, I think if I had not, if I'd had full energy that first turn, I think I might've created a situation where I maxed out my hand limit on free blades I'm not sure I'd have to do the math, but I think there was a possibility that I could have ended up in a situation where I had no other cards in my hand <laughs> except shivs at the start of every turn. And then I couldn't have done anything because they don't let you draw anything. Um what is the but max? as it was, you you got a ten card
3: limit. Really? I don't think I had ever realized that. I've never hit that limit.
1: The way yeah, I was playing you know. it, I found that limit real fast. With the <laughs> Because uh, my entire game plan was just like move cards through. Uh, but yeah, but as it worked out, it was like instead it was like six shivs at the start of every turn and then four cards that were pretty awesome. And I could usually use those to spin more actions uh, out of it. And so it just felt it felt great. Um, I utterly adore this game and I think it's really priming me for more card battle uh, card, card driven roguelike uh adventures in the near future i think um i'm I,
2: sure I, i'm actually really curious what you would think of monster train a game that i kind of bounced off of for aesthetic reasons but has a little bit more going on in terms of like positioning and like it's, it's sort of tower defensey in some ways but i think you might click with it a little bit more than i did
1: yeah some of the 3ma gang are, are talking about the, that game and uh I, yeah i'll give it a shot because like right now my heart is very open <laughs> um, so I like I I think I'm ready to board the monster train but here's the other problem Slay the Spire is so good it's so good that there is kind of an element of like oh right now I'm just this is perfection like I know right I can trust this this thing is in front of me and it and it just tastes so good and even when it goes bad it's kind of fun where it's like oh I see I see now why this is going bad this uh-huh. this attack is spiraling in some really cool ways <laughs> yeah. um,
2: it's fun would you believe that the people who made Slay the Spire were very big Netrunner fans?
3: <laughs> I had Good heard company. that. Yeah, um, I am they, very came,
1: they were very big in the Netrunner scene. Well, I think so. this is the thing I also really dig, is that because Slay the Spire is kind of just, um, doesn't have to be competitively balanced, right? Like Correct. You can, yeah, you can have right. a game where it's just like, hey, just create endless combos and chains and just fuck up that computer. Uh, that's awesome. That's great. Uh, you would never be allowed to do that. Like, if you did this stuff in a competitive game, this is the sort of stuff where it's like, we need to house rule this and we need to <laughs> Or we're write never playing the designer. a game. I'm never
2: playing this game with you. Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. We need to write a, a complaint to say that this should be banned from tournament play or something. Yes. Yeah,
1: whereas here, it's just like, go off, you know? Sure, let's <laughs> Infinite break, combo. break let's however it however you like yeah
2: totally well i'm glad i'm glad you've joined us in the slay the spire fan club uh, it's it's warm and good here um <laughs> anyone else want to shout anything out before we wrap up i'm i think i'm good i'm spent I'm. we got through this week this is a long week you could hear it in my voice that my my voice is dying so uh we can't talk about what it was i was talking about all week but one day you'll find out theoretically mm-hmm. so Absolutely. look forward to that uh, hopefully soon. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, well, thank you all for joining us. We'll be back. Remember, no episode next Monday, but we'll be back for the Friday episode, uh, which, wow, the timing on that will be will be post
4: inauguration. Uh-huh. <laughs>
1: wow.
4: I was looking at Locking. the calendar Let's like, go. buckle up. Well, shit. Our the final 21st, Trump huh? era podcast. Well, I don't know about Trump and the White House. I, I think the Trump yeah, era will uh-huh. live with us we'll continue. far beyond.
2: Yeah, unfortunately. Um, I'm Austin Walker. You can find me on God. Twitter at Austin underscore Walker. Where can people uh, find you, Kato? Why
3: did my my brain went to like the post Marvel movies like Iron Man will continue? <laughs>
2: Donald Trump, Trump will Trump continue. In. Fuck. You fuck. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, they don't fucking convict that dude. He's running. God. So
3: uh, I'm at A underscore God underscore appears. Rob.
4: At Rob Zachney. Patrick. At Patrick Kloppick
2: everything we do twitter.com slash waypoint waypoint waypoint.vice.com shout outs to bowen for letting us use the track miss you off the ep pale machine find out more about that waypoint.zone slash b-o-e-n as always and forever honestly i said already in this episode fuck (laughs) capitalism go home stay safe everybody peace
0: The number one financial destination, YahooFinance.com.
1: Okay, real quick, Austin, how are you feeling about the Doug Peterson situation? Oh
2: fuck, I hit, I hit stop immediately, like a fucking <laughs> fool. I'm sorry. I, can, I like, completely uh, forgot. Uh, yeah, you could just, you could do it. You could just do it through your backup, right?
3: Yeah, yeah. I got
2: this. Uh, you know, what do you like? If, <sighs> It is what it is. Do you know Do you what want I mean? to see
1: Carson back or are you just kinda like let's I am done with Car- nuke I'm, it and start over?
2: I'm a nuke it and start over, trust the process. We <laughs> the Carson Wentz era is dead for me. Like- Send him here yeah you can have them we'll, let's <laughs> do it go for it. what do you got give me something
4: You want? you want six six uh first round picks i feel like that's what our uh, <laughs> oh shit ass uh mortgage the future gm is is gonna do always good to have a front office that won't tell you how much longer their um gm and coach are on their contracts because it would probably reveal that they quietly extended them without announcing it because had they announced it, it would wait is that everyone- the theory yeah, there's a theory that they they tied them through at the end of twenty twenty two and don't want to say it. Um oh no. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah, so Austin, I've never seen No, I'm I'm ready to like, I'm ready to
2: to, to I, like I'm ready to move on, which means probably having a couple of seasons where we're just like not in the hunt in a real way. Um uh but the
4: next season seeing like what you actually have in Jalen Hurts, if if you uh, totally win, but if you if, win six games in like an exciting fashion, you're like, cool, like, all right, like we can we can do something with this or. But it's clear you
2: know. that the institution of the Eagles is not ready to make that decision. And that yeah. is what scares me <laughs> is that like every year we don't start Hurts and get him like ready to go. That it's just going to be it's just going to be rough, man.
1: I, I get never... it. They invested
2: in Wentz, but like they shouldn't have.
1: Yeah, I mean, there was a minute where that looked like the most uh, an extremely can't miss investment, but uh, then really quickly it looked very iffy. Um, yeah. It's it's it'd been an odd arc with that guy. I feel like you've had a run of super like high ceiling f- in theory uh, situations yeah. in mm-hmm. Philly that, that always end been, up in this place of like, what do we got? That has been the situation. And you won your
4: Super Bowl, the backup, and then that guy went on to fucking curse us.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, sorry. So
4: this is like. Patrick,
1: I'm real upset about this Bears situation because, one, it took me uh, that uh, the president of the Bears, Ted Phillips, has been, been there for like 20 years. Mm-hmm. And I remember when Mike McCaskey, who was like the last McCaskey to really be in there and just fucking with shit with the Bears, there were like a few bad years in the 90s, and people were like, we got to get this guy out of here. We need to bring in an outside pro. And the first guy they brought in, they basically married. And since then, I'm like, when I think about the last 20 years of Bears football, it's been bad. Can I read
4: this quote? Like uh, the, Ted Phillips, the, uh, the, the CEO, like the head of football operations for the Bears, he said, um, <clears throat> Have we gotten the quarterback situation completely right? No. Have we won enough games? No. But everything else is there. <laughs> <laughs> oh. The two things you're supposed to do, you haven't That's done. But don't it. worry. Like we just add a tackle, man. This 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 team's this team's gonna be humming. Well, and and the thing is,
1: like, yesterday's press conference was such a bummer, Austin, because like it's one of those things where you realize these decisions, these, like, top-level like corporate yeah. decisions, these are, like, trajectory for the next 10 years yeah, no. decisions that they're making now. Whoever they and they punt it.
2: Yes, totally. Well, for me, it's like losing a head coach is, in many ways, much worse than losing a quarterback. He's Like, listen, Wentz, Wentz had a few good years, uh, but that just happens with quarterbacks sometimes. Sometimes yeah. you bring in a quarterback – you know, and and coming off of their college, you know, performances, they're like, oh, wow, yeah, we got a, a couple good years off of them. Once we got, like, three or four really, really solid years. And then, like, this was a disaster year, and it's okay for us to think about moving on. But shifting head coach means shifting so much about, like, the shape of the team and the way we play uh, that it's scary to me. Um, and so, both of well,
4: our, our our teams are in, like... Not great. So it's like, even a, like your team's tearing it down. I wish our team yes. was tearing it down. Yeah. But it's also like, like who the fuck would want to come here? Like yeah. in either situation, totally. it's like, well, and, do, you, and do you, me, you, you do You need cap space. Don't got it. Do yeah. you need draft picks? Ah, mixed no. bag, like confusing yeah. QB situation. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like, you come like here just a Bears or Eagles.
2: No, don't, you won't get it. You'll be replaceable yeah. too. I mean, this is the, I think maybe, maybe, you know, my, my secret hope is, Wow, Peterson just didn't click with Wentz, but we know that that's not how this shit works because there are so many other people involved with the production of an offense that it's not just Doug Peterson, right? Um, it's, really, so, it's really
4: good that he like took like a thousand arrows, um, yeah. trying to tank their final game of the season by putting in Nate Sudfeld, which is most likely a decision made in. Uh, concert with ownership, oh, like trying 100%. to ensure. I like get you know, it jumps them from like t- tenth in the draft to like fifth in the draft. That's like yeah, really meaningful yes. in terms of the players. But then he gets fired after being completely shit on, appropriately f- for that strategic decision. But it, know, it's a good decision. I don't go fuck. I'm, no, I'm yeah, of course.
2: <laughs> but wait, he took those. He took those arrows. Right, he took those slings and arrows, and in response to to all this shit, he gets he gets booted. I don't know. Listen, Peterson was a good coach for us, and uh, I'll, I'll, I'll never I'll never forget you, Doug. Shout-outs to Doug.
1: Thanks, Doug. Thanks, Doug. Maybe someday I'll be feeling that way about Matt and Aggie. No, I don't think so. I don't think <laughs> I don't, so. No. I don't think so. There's, no, a pre- no. there's a pretty big difference. There's something happened
4: with us that, you know, Yeah, didn't happen with you all. So it's, it's a bad place to be as a Bears fan where the 12 and four season, which is probably the most joy I've had watching that team in my adult life, yeah. actually turned out to be a curse because it convinced them that they were better than they were. And now I'm going to spend like, as Rob put it, like until my child is in middle school, living with the consequences of like one season where we beat the Packers yeah, um, once yeah. also once. like we lost the We, we lost the first outing <laughs> <laughs> in, in tragic fashion and managed to beat the shit out of them once and it's like ah we beat the packers once time to sign time to turn these uh, coaches and this infrastructure into lifers god I should go back and watch
2: that Super Bowl we won that,
4: that was, was fun. <laughs> that fun it was game. a good
2: game like that's the thing is it was just a good game I'm not a i am not I should go back and rewatch this thing person but man I should go back and rewatch that without any of the stress of watching it the first time <laughs> anyway
4: all right are we done well, Are we good yeah all right I mean Bye-bye. no but yeah sure no but yeah <laughs> <laughs> bye a Doug.
0: Good job.
2: <laughs> Godspeed and good luck, man. Alright. Bye right.
1: bye. Bye bye. Peace. I'm sorry that Mina is being Mina could around. also try to be the silent. That would be that would be <laughs> nice. Uh, she was uh, she never. was asleep really sweetly on the on the uh, couch for most of this call, but mm. I she started like sleepily licking her chops, and then now she's a full alert. So who knows what's up? Uh, maybe a parcel's been delivered, and that would be cool. But anyway, that would be cool. Um, so yeah, so <coughs> the thing is, I think I almost though destroyed <coughs> my game, and in <coughs> the final quiet. <laughs> <laughs> it's not helping though. I can just say I can I can yell quiet at it's this dog, but she's like, yeah. we're barking. We're barking. Yeah. We're doing
2: barks now.
1: Um <laughs> all right, so it sounds like I'm just gonna give it a second because MK's coming to uh, appease the hound. And then we'll wrap. You. We're so close to the end. We're, we're so, so close to the just, end. You're you gonna finish the story, and oh, we're gonna do an outro. It's five be minutes. You could have just held for five minutes. And then we gotta do uh football talk. Post post credits because I want to talk real quick. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh okay, so. I think I came very close, though, to destroying my run as the silent...